Hello and welcome to another episode of Get Uncomfortable and Get Successful with me, Elizabeth Carly Leonard. So for those of you who are new to my world, welcome to my little corner of the internet. For those of you who are return listeners, thank you so much for coming back and taking the time to listen to my journey, my story and what I have to say. Now, today I want to talk to you about money. And I want to kind of scratch the surface on money mindset. And it's something that I definitely want to delve into deeper as the weeks go on, which I'm probably going to do over in Success Club, I reckon. Now, for those of you who don't know, Success Club is my group coaching Facebook group. It's completely free. All you have to do is go to my page. So just search my name on Facebook, go to my page, and you will see the group there. Or you can go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash success club with Elizabeth and just click to join. It's completely free. And in that group, it's all entrepreneurial and mindset coaching, you know, tips and tricks to do with social media, mindset, confidence, how to, you know, follow through with things that you don't necessarily have to drive or motivation to. And each month we alternate between either a mindset theme or a business-based theme. So at the moment, it's all about Instagram. And then next month, I don't know, maybe I'll delve into the money mindset a bit more. But for now, this podcast is titled Zero Pounds Worth of Everything. So I think one of the big blocks or excuses people have when they when they want to start their own business is not having any money to invest in it which I get, but I also call bullshit on it because if you're serious about changing your life, you'll find a way. If not, you'll find an excuse. If you wholly and truly want and believe and yearn for something, then it's possible to achieve it. You just have to get creative, step out of the box, go the long way around, you know? Because in this day and age, so many resources are available to us now that don't cost a penny thanks to the internet but I don't know how to use XYZ, some people say. You know, they're scared of technology or they're scared of social media or, you know, they have no idea what a business plan is, you know, for example. You know, blocks that we put in our own way. And I say just Google it because I promise you that somebody somewhere will have written a course or done a YouTube video on it, right? So when I started my first company, I think I was 21 when I came up with the idea and 22 when it came into fruition, You know, I had zero pounds to my name, probably like minus zero pounds actually. I just moved into a new flat in the city centre of Leicester and I couldn't even afford a kettle and mugs on day one. But I had a cereal bowl that was a promotional item with crunchy nut nut cornflakes. And I don't even like crunchy nut cornflakes. I find them very bland, but the marketing of a free bowl really got me hook, line and sinker. So take note, people. People like fun, free things that shadow the actual product sometimes. I mean, maybe I'm an easy sell. Who knows? No, actually thinking back on it, I did. I had minus thousands to my name. Like I was minus two grand, I think, at that point, you know? So it's 2013. I've recently graduated from university with a shit ton of debt, and I'm out in the big wide world. And I'm not talking about student loan debt. Like, I don't see that as proper debt. Like, that's my own mindset with that. I'm talking 2,000 pounds into an overdraft, 700 pounds worth of credit card bills, and one of those god-awful payday loans breathing down my neck. But your girl over here has always had big dreams and has never taken no as a final answer because most people would have run screaming away from the thought of entrepreneurship at this point and just gone and got a normal job. But you've probably heard me say it before, you know, I tried to, I did try and get a job at that point, but nobody 
nobody would hire me. And I got sick of hearing that, so I created my own job. So I'll go into that in more detail down the line somewhere. I think I talk about it in the intro episode to the podcast. Anyway, so I'm sat in this flat and I'm heating up a bowl of water in the oven to try and make a coffee on day one and get excited about my new chapter in my life and thinking thinking about what I'm going to do and how brilliant it is that I get to do what I love whilst all those suckers out there are stuck in dead-end jobs already, probably doing the marketing for concrete companies. I actually knew somebody whose job that was and I honestly cannot think of anything worse. I mean, how many times can you make concrete exciting, you know? Anyway, so by this point, I've decided I'm going to be in the music industry and I am going to be hella successful despite the fact that I couldn't even get hired to be on the bar at the O2 Academy. So I've been toying around with company names and on my business cards, I still have my personal hotmail email address and simply tour and event manager on them with my name on the front. And I had no idea what I was doing really, but I sure wasn't going to let anybody else twig onto that fact. So just before I moved into this flat in November, I've had that life-changing conversation about what I would do if money weren't an option, you know, and I'll go into that at another point. But so I've, I've targeted a band and... I kind of knew the singer already and I made it my mission to be in their lives and be the tour manager for them. And I didn't really understand the music industry lingo at this point and I had no one to show me the ropes and even Google wasn't really helping much. So at this point, here was my train of thought. I love being on tour. Tour is fun. And if no one is going to let me go on tour with them right now, then I am going to create a tour because I am managing the tour. So I will book the venues, route the tour, find support bands, sort the backline, note to sell, find out what backline really is and stop agreeing to it until you actually know what it is, coordinate the band schedules, create a marketing plan, address the finances, find places to stay the night, be the point of contact, make sure the band get in the van and then get out the van and on stage and not get too drunk, but also make sure the band have the best time and think that I'm the best thing that's ever happened to them so we can be together forever and we need much. We need merch. Where can I find merch? So you get the idea. Because I didn't ha- I, I didn't know how the roles were broken down at this point. I mean, I was only 22. Like, nobody, no one had told me before. And I didn't want to miss anything. So I did everything. And you know what? It was a rush. And the possibilities that I could do this, and I would do this, got me addicted from the get-go. And the fact that I had no money and the band had no money wasn't even really a factor. I simply had total and utter belief and faith that once the shows were booked, we would find a way. And I already had the key things I needed to get set up. I had the passion. I had the idea. I had the drive. And you literally cannot buy these things. You know, sure, you can hire a coach to help you discover and harness them, but you can't nip on Amazon and bam, have motivation arrive in a box with way too much packaging the next day, can you? So I'll go into those early days with the band another time because it is hilarious and it is interesting and I learned a lot from it all. But right now, that's not the point I'm trying to make. The point I'm trying to make, and the point I am making actually, is that you do not need hundreds or thousands to set up your own company and start living the life you want. If you need to invest in a course to be certified or buy your starting stock, then I understand you need tangible money, but you can still go out there and find the money. It just means taking a risk. You could borrow it from a friend or several friends and have many IOUs as one friend I know did so they could live the life they wanted. You know, you can get a credit card, you know, and I'm not condoning getting into 
silly debt here. I'm talking about making a logical decision and having a money game plan and goals, okay? So in some cases, once you've borrowed the money and invested it in yourself and your future, it can be an even stronger motivator. Now you have to succeed because you have to pay back your pals or pay off the credit card. And if you're stumped, then trust me, reach out to someone who's already done it for help and either absorb all of their free advice or bite the bullet and invest in yourself further or hire them or, you know, join a group coaching program. You know, you've just got to, don't ever ask someone for advice who's not been there or done that. So, you know, if you are maybe stuck with hanging out with perhaps dead-end people, don't ask them for business and life advice. Do you know what I mean? And, like, the same goes for me. Like, I fell foul of asking non-entrepreneurial people for advice and they would actually talk me out of ideas that I knew were brilliant and I would start doubting myself because they're very much stuck in the mindset of a nine-to-five job is true success whereas me I'm a bit of a jobist and I think profits are better than wages and why work your ass off until you're what mid-60s just so you can then only have 20 years of good life like I'd rather work my ass off until I'm oh let's go with 40 and then not have to work another day in my life you know But hey, that's just the entrepreneurial mindset. So earlier this year, I was hitting a brick wall again, and I couldn't see the fucking forest for the bloody trees. And I might as well have been stuck in a rabbit hole upside down. I was that frazzled and confused. Like you guys might have heard me talk about burnout before. It's a bitch. You know, it it really, really fucks you up. And I got trapped in that cycle of saying things like, I can't afford it. It's not worth it. It's too expensive. And I just kept having shittier and shittier days. And I kept trying to find the solutions, like on my own, which by the way, I didn't because of the state I was in, I couldn't. So I was like literally fucking myself over left, right and center. So what did I do? What did I do with my 6,000 pounds worth of debt, by the way? I invested in myself because I had no other options, no other choice. And I thought, fuck it. If this doesn't work, then I'll just get an actual job because maybe I am doomed to fail. Wrong. So fucking wrong. I am not doomed and neither are you. I just needed to pivot a bit and get some fresh eyes. And now I have three different coaches that I look to for advice and mentorship. And, you know, and today as I'm writing this, I have actually created a solid and achievable action plan as to how I'm going to hit my income goal in only six short months. And that is three to four times what I'm earning at the moment. So it's a jump, but I really don't think it's unachievable. I'm looking at it like this just makes sense. Like, why is this not already happening? So jumping into the unknown, it is scary. I get it. Especially when all of our lives we've been told that the correct structure is to get a job early on, get married, settle down and be secure and be safe. But I am here to shake the boat and tell you that if it makes you feel uncomfortable, then you need to pursue it. Because getting uncomfortable is how we grow and develop. Getting out of the comfort zone is when we start to realize the magic and the sparkle that exists and that can be ours if we really want it. And nobody, nobody who ever achieved anything worth raising a celebratory fist in the air ever did it from their comfort zone. They risked ridicule and they risked failure. But remember that the only failure is quitting and everything else is just gathering information. And every time you fall flat on your face, you'll find a new fun way of clambering back up again and get your balance a little stronger. So next time, 
It's just that little bit harder for someone to fuck up your day. So in summary, if you've got an idea that you want to run with, run with it. Grab the baton and sprint towards that finish line because no one is going to do it for you. If you're happy settling, then settle. That's fine too. Some people don't have that spark in them making them strive for more. But I'm not having that conversation with them. I'm having it with you. Because if you're listening to this, then I believe in you even if you don't right now. And it's powerful stuff once you get your head around it. Powerful stuff. So I talk about a lot about not getting advice from someone who's not already been through it. And if you're sat there and you're listening to this and you're thinking, fuck me, I just want to take that plunge, but I don't know where to start, then get in touch with me and let me help you. Because I've been there, I've done that, and helping others is now what makes all the bullshit worth something. It really does. So we can either one-on-one or you can jump right on into Success Club. It's up to you, because I know everybody is at a different path, you know, different point on their path. So I hope you got value for that. I hope I've inspired you, especially if you were sat on the fence and about to climb off it the wrong way. And I will be back next Friday with another little story, another little tidbit into my life and letting you guys know what my journey is all about this week. Thanks so much for listening, guys. And remember, in order to get successful, you have to get uncomfortable.